Hey everybody, welcome to Tech Thought, a show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. This is season four, episode seven, or overall episode 51. I'm Jade, I'm not a fan of any sports teams, especially not the Red Sox. I'm Art. Fuck the Red Sox. Disclaimer, we are both smart and cute. I'm being, I'm being told that I am legally required to say that we do not actually want to alienate our fans who may or may not be fans of a team known as the Boston Red Sox. So I will keep my personal sports opinions out of this podcast. But if you're a fan of the Chicago Wind Red Sox, you get out of here. Go on. <laughs> However, if you would like to listen to me talk about my personal opinions regarding sports in a place where Jade can't censor me, you can check out our after show, which is live on our Instagram at Tech Thoughts Podcast every Friday at 8 p.m. ET. Or you can check out our website, which is Jade. TechThoughts.gay. We won't be talking about sports on there, but it's still a useful resource. With that all out of the way, and with me still quietly seething with rage, we're back to a regularly scheduled gaming arc after our digression to talk about how Apple is failing us yet again. And today we're going to be talking about emulators, since they are the easiest path to playing your old favorite games, even if you're missing the associated console. How do they work? How do you get one? I still need to set up emulate. I need to still need to set them up on my computer, genuinely. It's especially now that my DS is dead, apparently. I need I need a new path forward. So let's get into it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yes, emulation. It, it's a topic we've been wanting to get into for a while. Not that Art's DS has been broken for a while, but just a topic we've been interested in. The literal Merriam-Webster definition of an emulator is, quote, hardware or software that permits programs written for one computer to be run on another computer. And this kind of holds true here for games, video games. You can't emulate Monopoly. I guess you could emulate Monopoly. There are Monopoly video games that you could emulate. They would suck, but they exist. That's a fair way to put that, yes. Emulators essentially let you take what is the raw data from a video game, or, well, yes, a computer, and to use it in a way that the game itself does not really know the difference. A quick addition, by the way. Wine, a popular compatibility layer for Linux and macOS to run Windows applications, is not an emulator. It literally stands for Wine is not an emulator. That's hilarious. And neither is Rosetta 2 for macOS devices that are running um, Apple Silicon to run x86 applications. That is, again, a compatibility layer. Although the funny thing about Wine is that as a person who was using it to run windows games that weren't available on mac yet back when i still used mac laptops it sort of felt like one <laughs> that's all that's all that's all i'm saying that's fair I, use, I used one the only time i've ever used one in my life i used one to run stardew valley before there was a mac version of stardew valley that's it that's the one thing i used one for straight up this is fair i use wine every time i play a video game now because i use linux primarily the copies of games you'll be using on emulators are often known as rom files Stands for read-only memory, it's technically not true, but that's fine. If you legally own a game and find a way to dump the data on it onto your computer, you too can have backup ROMs of your games. And only this way. There is no other way to get ROMs, legally speaking. Yo-ho, yo-ho. Anyway, emulators come in two flavors. One, software emulation. Two, hardware emulation. Software emulation works by creating a program that takes the existing software instructions in that copy of your game and translates them to work on your actual computer slash device. Software emulation can also be broken down further into low-level emulation, LLE, and high-level emulation, HLE. If you have any programming knowledge, these terms should be self-explanatory. I don't have any programming knowledge. I'm just reading off a script because I'm paid to look cute. 
For everyone else, low-level emulation simulates the behavior of the hardware to be emulated. LLE is more difficult to achieve depending on the number of components slash chips that need to be simulated. High-level emulation simulates the function of the hardware instead by figuring out what the software actually wants to do and then allowing the host hardware to do that in its own way. And there are actually three ways of handling HLE. Interpretation, which is executing code line by line and mimicking what the instructions should do. Dynamic recompilation, which is seeing if you can convert chunks of the instructions to work better on the actual host hardware. So kind of like seeing if there are shortcuts or almost like reprogramming it. And list interception. Um, this is for coprocessors, like things like GPUs, audio chips. These usually receive, quote, command lists from the main, i.e., a list of instructions to do uh, process, which can be intercepted to do something similar on a similar coprocessor. See emulated GPUs sending DirectX or OpenGL commands to, well, make your game look like something. Mm hmm. In some emulators, this case, uh, Dolphin, a GameCube emulator, a combination of these methods are used. This is partially due to LLE being more accurate, but way, way slower, and HLO being potentially much faster. But it does require a greater understanding of what is actually supposed to happen. It doesn't hurt to use LLE when it's something simple. Case of Dolphin, it is the GameCube's main menu because there's not much there and performance gains would be negligible. Uh, and now to hardware emulation. LLE can also be implemented through hardware. This can be seen in the original PlayStation 3 model, which had actual PlayStation 2 hardware included for backwards compatibility. Similarly, the original Wii essentially ran GameCube hardware, but with an additional coprocessor and faster. For lower power, older consoles, efforts to create LLE emulators include the use of FPGAs, field programmable grid arrays, programmable boards that can emulate a number of logic gates to build something even as complex as an older CPU. As a result, FPGA-based emulators deliver something almost, or actually, as good as the original hardware. Examples of these can be seen in products from the company Analog, which allow even use of the original game cartridges or discs, which I think is super cool. And of course, there is an open source hardware and software project known as the Mr. Project, meant to work on the DE10 Nano FPGA Developer Kit. And yes, I know what that is. Its goal is to support as many consoles as possible. There's also a store that sells readily made I.O. boards to attach to the DE10 board if you just want to get on with it and play some games. We will link the project and store as always. And now a side note about newer console emulation. Uh, HLE is often used for newer consoles as they're very similar to standard PC hardware. Downside is that newer consoles are less well documented. The Nintendo Switch is an exception as it's based on the Nvidia Tegra X1 chip originally used on the Nvidia Shield. So there's a better understanding of how it works compared to other similar generation consoles which is possibly, and in fact, admittedly, why the Yuzu Switch emulator already exists and functions quite well. So what is considered newer consoles for the sake of this, for the sake of that statement? Because, for example, something like the Xbox 360, is that considered newer? Yes. That's unfortunate. So when I say newer, I, I basically mean anything using what is resembling PC hardware. Understood. Okay. And the 360 counts, yes. I just want to play Viva Pinata Trouble in Paradise. That's all I want. That's, that's literally all I want. And for some reason, it can't run on Dolphin. It's the biggest shame in the world. It can't run on Dolphin? No, Dolphin can't run it. Is there a Wii version or GameCube version? 
No, it's just it, it wasn't. It's a it was a rare. It was a rare game, so it's it's an Xbox exclusive. Well, of course, Dolphin can't run it. What is that supposed to mean? The Wii and the GameCube emulator would not run an Xbox game. No, it runs a lot of Xbox games. Dolphin can run plenty of Xbox games. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna excuse me. No, seriously, pause and I I'll look into it. Unless I'm confusing Dolphin with something else, I'm pretty sure it should be able to run. I'm pretty sure there are Xbox games that it can run. God no, it's made to do just Nintendo stuff. Here it is. What the fuck? Then what am I confusing it with? There's a PS. No, there's a PS2 emulator. That's not a. That's no, not the same console. N- no, not a PS2. Sorry, fuck. There's a. There's a. There's an Xbox and something. Hold on. Xenia is the Xbox. Xenia, yes. Dolphin. Xenia. No, I because my brain just combined all the emulators into one thing. I think is the problem. You would like you would like a retro arch. It's a one-stop shop that downloads ver- like bits of each of these emulators and puts them all in one very pretty interface. It looks a lot like the PlayStation Three and PSP ones. That sounds really cool, and I genuinely want that. It's and I'm so cool. Going to look into that. But uh, getting to the point, which is why you should care about all this. Well, retro game consoles are not a dime a dozen. Hell, maybe you even have some already, but have long, but have long since lost slash broke slash sold slash given it to a family member who broke it slash gotten it covered in mustard in the middle of a torrential downpour, and now Sorry. you can't fix it. You might still want to play them someday. Whatever the case there may be, preserving history is important. So why not preserve your beloved old games? And... Honestly, if companies decide to throw a fit about it, as many of them do, they can go fuck themselves. Ooh. They're not making money. No, because they're not making money. Like, like that's the thing. It's like it's, it's the most greedy thing in the world to say, we, you can't play these old games that we no longer sell first party that we would not make money off of if you, if you, if you did somehow acquire. Allow me to fill in the blank for you. How dare we, Nintendo, put out the shitty remake of three Mario games that are actually just using emulators on the inside because we couldn't be asked enough to make it work right. Anyway. Is that a thing? Sunshine on the Switch is running in an emulator. Uh, Modders have switched in other GameCube ROMs and they work kind of well. And on that note... So that's all the time we have for you guys today. Why? We should do an episode on Nintendo. We really should. I don't know why we haven't. We, we really should. I have so many opinions. Anyway, emulators. They're fun. I've been meaning to set one up for the longest time, although for albeit really stupid reasons, because I think I just wanted to get Dolphin going so that I could download and play all of the My Sims games. So that's really just like not. This time it is Dolphin. That one is Dolphin. I know that one for a fact. That's, those, those were on the Wii. Those are not the correct priorities, but they're my priorities. And if you have embarrassing games from your childhood that you would like to revisit, yeah, this is a good way to do it, in my personal opinion. We, we here at Tech Thoughts are very big fans of nostalgia trips and encouraging people to get them in whatever way they can. So if you want to hear us take any other walks down memory lane, you can come check out our after show, which is live every Friday at 8 p.m. on our Instagram, which is at Tech Thoughts Podcast. You can also check out our website for links to the stuff that we talked about in today's episode. And our website is just... TechThoughts.gay. Uh, And on that note, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.